Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. As always, my co-host is Sugar Shane. How are you doing, Shane? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. <laughs> Can't complain. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Doing I got a head. Uh, I got a head cold, man. I've been. I've been fighting. I mean, I feel fine. Cold. I feel fine. I don't have you a feel fever. Fine. But none of that kind of stuff. But okay, I've just been, okay, just making sure you're hanging. Okay, just been running. And also, the other person who's dying. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. We all got it. Is Jack Casey? He cannot handle his fruit punch. Yeah, Arizona but, fruit punch just tried to kill me. Uh, I, I want to take another sip of it because I'm thirsty, but now I'm afraid of it. So I don't know. All yeah, right, well, sit here and stare at me menacingly. Okay, yeah, we don't want uh, things to get out of hand over there. If you've never checked out our podcast before, I'll tell you what. We are live two times a week, Monday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, here again, that's Eastern Standard Time, and we get listens all over the world. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. Uh, So you're going to have to do the math depending on where you are. But at any time, 24 hours a day, no matter where you are, you can catch us on demand. We are the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker, and also iTunes. What more can you ask for? Um, right. <laughs> right. We're going to go to Shane right now because I know you uh, wanted to talk about some stats and some other things. So before we get rolling here too much, let's go with you. Um, first thing I wanted to make mention is uh, if you do like the show, please share it. Hit the like button, whatever the case may be. That does help us out tremendously. Let us know, lets us know and it gives us an idea who is listening and whatever. And when you share it, it gives other people an opportunity to listen, you know, whatever the case may be. I just wanted to give the stats. I was going to give the stats for both of the shows that we have mainly that we list that are on here. But we have all kinds of shows to listen to on here. But these are the ones I wanted to cover. We had, first of all, the whole station had 196 downloads last week. 
so uh that's not counting live streams that's just downloads so there was 106 of those just in last week um sanctuary of sweet truth we had our biggest day was um the 12th we had 44 downloads just in that one day so that was good wow um geographically we're hitting besides of course the united states we got the uk spain germany denmark france quetar india south america africa and the philippines so uh and we've been getting a lot of listens in uh spanaway washington i don't know if y'all know anybody or whoever but we got a spanaway washington really wow yeah yeah uh for the in these layman's terms that we have on tuesday night we did uh pick up our 500th uh total play live streams or you know playing it playing it streaming it or live our biggest day we had was uh the ninth when we had our live show we had five live plays and 25 downloads but then just a few days later we picked up another 19 downloads so uh it's doing pretty good doing pretty good picking up as it goes along. and uh geographically geographically we actually had the same countries pretty much but we picked up one extra one that the sanctuary sweet truth didn't have and that was poland so uh <laughs> poland got in the mix and uh, we had a lot of i don't know if this is anybody you know jack because i know you got people in that area but we had claiborne maryland listen and centerville maryland both of those were big wow. listens that doesn't, you know, it probably depends on where my sister and brother-in-law's internet provider, like, says it's uh, based. Because I know I live in Ravenna, right. but um, everything assumes that I, I'm in Cuyahoga Falls, because that's where um, at and server is based. That might be my sister out in Alliston, uh, uh, Michigan, but I, I, I'm not really sure. Is that Boston area? I didn't look it up. I just it didn't. It doesn't say on the download itself. I just looked at the city. I could look it up by geographic Google, but I didn't do that yet. But oh, what was the city called? Uh, Centerville was one of them, and the other one was Claiborne. But uh, so we're doing good. Last the number one show last week was the uh, Tuesday show, uh, Viva Las Vegas. But right underneath it, uh, second was the uh, one we did. Uh, I think it was last Thursday for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, if I'm not mistaken. It was uh, New Year, same stuff. That was the uh, second. I mean, it, it missed by one. And there's a lot of weeks sometimes where Sanctuary of Sweet Truth number one, and right underneath it will be the Tuesday show. So it's like tit for tat. <laughs> they go back and forth. But um, pretty good week all around. I got some, uh, we're probably going to have some Tacoa listens. I actually found somebody on Facebook that I did not know I was kin to. And... Uh, her name is Christy Matt Haddock Chambers, and we're really pretty close clan. Ken, really, when you get right down to it, her grandfather is my grandmother's brother. Ah, cool. So, um, okay, I used, uh, we used to, I cut up with him when we went to a family reunion one time, and we and him was just sitting there laughing and cutting up the whole time we were there. And from what I understand, my grandfather Charlie and him used to have some uh, times back in the days, if you know what I mean. So, uh, but. So that's cool to uh, get to, you know, know she's going to be listening now. And uh, uh, got a couple of interviews coming up, possibly, I think. We got one with a band that I posted on Facebook, uh, Run, Colt, Run. Pretty cool song, actually. I like the song. If you get a chance, check it out, listen to it. Uh, got one set up with them. I met them through Instagram. Uh, we're going to be getting together probably pretty soon. He wants to make it to where all his band members can be on, naturally. I don't blame him. 
because it's a band, you know. He don't want to be speaking for everybody, so that's cool. So we're going to set up a date where all can get in. And then we got another guy that does a podcast by the name of Chris Cyrus. And not only is he wanting to be on our show, he wants us to be on his show. So we're going to be doing something like that in the very near future, probably next month. So I just want to let everybody know that. I told you, as I said, I've been trying to reach out, so it's starting to pay off a little bit. So uh, hopefully we'll get more of it going as, uh, as we start doing, you know, spreading it out, kind of like a disease, but in a good yeah, way. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was thinking about hitting my... I was thinking about hitting my cousin up, who runs the uh, CBD and um, vape shop down in Canton, right. to see if maybe he wanted to be on next week's Tuesday show. Okay. I just got to get a hold of him, so I'll let you know about that as it goes. And we're still going to get Keith on here. And if you can talk, you got Larry on your Facebook, don't you? Who, me? Yeah. think so. Message his ass. I've been trying to get him to be on the show. He ain't committed yet. I'm trying to get him on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he'll listen to a defector like me. But oh, we'll oh he ain't. Uh, well, I ain't going into all the details, but I don't think he'll hold it against you. <laughs> He's one of the cool ones, you know that. <laughs> but uh, well, that's about all I have for announcements. I just want to spread that we are getting out there, and we're going to have some interviews coming up. You know, speaking of Canton, we had a um, a really bizarre thing happened here uh within the last day or so uh and your friend if your friend's down here and he's in business he probably knows about it there's uh there's this place called the stark county fairgrounds and then of course they have the fair there and there's also a racetrack there yeah and um a lot of the horses that are there from what i understand uh that are boarded there uh, sometimes race at up 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 at that place in cleveland whatever that is the northfield track yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so um well, anyway, somebody, I guess this guy was from Mansfield. He went and uh, he's been arrested. But <laughs> oh, he no. went, yeah. what's that? I said, oh yeah. boy, here we go. Yeah, he went and he let out. Uh, uh, and I, From what I understand, this was like at nighttime or very early in the morning. It was still dark. Because there's videos on Facebook that people have of these horses walking around neighborhoods at night. <laughs> but he let he let these uh, horses uh, out deliberately, and uh, from what I understand, he made this comment that they should be free and all that stuff. And uh, you know, the police were getting calls that uh, hey, there's a you know this giant horse oh <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's humorous to a point. However, um, I'm presuming this happened at Myers Lake because that's the largest body of water that I know of around there. But apparently, one of those horses fell through the ice and it did die. Oh shit! Yeah. So, uh, but he's been arrested, and uh, yeah, that that was quite the uh, quite the news story down here over the last day or so. So, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. He's probably going to get the crap suit out of him, too, especially by the owner of that horse that died. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, just people just, I don't know. <laughs> they come up with some ideas, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and these uh, horses, too. I, I've, I've known uh, horse owners throughout the years, and they love those horses. I mean, they just absolutely love those horses. Oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah, and... Enough. Yeah, they cost a lot, and they they truly fall in love with them. Um, and they're part of the you know their lifestyle, they're part of their family. Yeah, and, I remember uh, reading a while back that uh, if you date a horse girl, you're going to be the third one in line. Uh, the first one's yeah. going to be the horse, the second one's daddy's money, and then you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> That's about right. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. So anyway, yeah, that was the story down here. And uh, since you mentioned Canton, you, you might want to ask him about that if you heard about that, because that was quite the story down here. Um, but anyway, um, getting back to uh, the uh, title of our show, The Shutdown, uh, it has hit a new stretch. The governmental shutdown has hit a new, I guess, a very sad milestone in that it's the longest government shutdown, partial shutdown, or whatever you want to call it, in uh, the United States history. I believe it's 24 days now. Yeah. And uh, uh, fr- from the uh, Department of D- of Bazaar, mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently the Clemson football team was a guest at the White House. And uh, since, of course, this is the the governmental shutdown, the the kitchen staff and all that wasn't there. So so Donald Trump ordered a bunch of fast food. And let's see here. Uh, The president wanted to host a fun event. This is according to CNN politics. The president wanted to host a fun event to celebrate the college football national champion Clemson Tigers. Um, and because the Democrats refused to negotiate on border security, much of the resident staff at the White House has been furloughed. So the president is personally paying for the event to be catered with some of everyone's favorite fast foods. <laughs> okay, he's got hamburgers there. Oh, and from what I understand, it's McDonald's, Wendy's and Burger King with some pizza thrown in. I find it really funny that he basically served a college football team a Ricky Bobby dinner. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he could have just been like, "Oh, no meal today." Y'all come over here and talk. Then we said, "You whole bugger." I mean, at least he found it. I, I mean, yeah, but it's really bizarre. Oh, it is. It is weird. I I mean, I will say it is weird because you used used to when you have guests to have the dinner. You know, the whole big shebang. I mean, they're all sitting around yeah. eating damn wrappers. We don't tell me wrappers. Well, my point is, you know, this idea that it has to be all American with pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like an Archie Bunker thing. <laughs> Give me something American like pizza. Yeah. Uh, and uh, French fries. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Hey, congratulations on your win, guys. McDouble's yeah. for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> He, and, you know, if this guy's as wealthy as everybody says he is, couldn't he have afforded to, uh, you know, have it catered? Yeah. I mean, would it really bring that, you know, <laughs> you know the, the kind of stuff that you typically have at a wedding, some rigatonis or something, you know? <laughs> you have to have, you know, and by the t- fast food, can you imagine a, a plate, a, a silver plate, and there's all these burgers wrapped in, in <laughs> fast food? And and you know how rotten they taste when you unwrap them after they've been sitting for a half hour or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, so anyway, like stacks that was, of Domino's pizza with like gold embossed uh, boxes, you know. Yeah, uh, re- really, really, just uh, uh, strange. Yeah. Um, on, on the same subject, apparently Trump has been doubling down on his vow to have this uh, border wall financed by the new budget. And a lot of uh, Republicans and a lot of the White House uh, inner circles getting nervous because uh, uh, the polling is suggesting that uh, the voters are not supporting this. And the longer it goes on, the more people he's going to lose. Oh, yeah. So I don't know politically if this is such a wise thing to do. Well, people are Uh, starting. People are starting to look down into their damn pockets is what's happening. Even the Trump supporters eventually are going to start to wonder. I mean, even when I hate to say it that way, for those of you that are, 
But you're going to, you know, if we, st- if we keep going with this thing, and it keeps going and going and going, we start getting into day 30, day 40. Let me tell you, you're going to start thinking. You're going to start thinking, is this wall worth this shit? I mean, they done found, yeah. three, they done found three tunnels this past week. Ain't no wall going to stop that shit. Don't give a damn who you are. They found yeah. three. They found one of them in Arizona. Yeah. All that, the majority of people who come here and like end up as you know illegals just come here on a visa and just stay. Right. I mean, they don't. They just walk right through the border. You know. And yeah. Sure, wall's going to stop them too. And, well, yeah, and it's like I said last week. He's talking about drugs, and yeah, drugs do come over, come on through the border. But most of it, and I think of something like well over almost ninety percent of it comes through the ports. Yep. And yeah, there's a lot of through. ways it can get in. Yeah, you know? it's not through. It's not through people like putting it in their damn overalls and jumping a damn fence. <laughs> That's not how it gets over here. It's it's yeah. it's, 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 it's like about playing well to get into here. I read a while yeah. ago uh, that there was this one method that some smugglers were using, which they would actually make trebuchets and then put packages of drugs in them, watch them over like one of the existing walls of the border, and then they would have people on the other side run down and pick them up. Yeah. And uh, they'd apparently been doing it for years before uh, Border Patrol caught them doing it. But, um, I mean, so, yeah, really? they just, they'll just launch them over the border, you know? I mean, I got trebuchets news. aren't illegal. I got news for you. And this is something a lot of people won't tell you, but I will. There's drug cartel in Mexico. This guy fucker's working over here growing it. Yep. For yeah, real. that's probably true. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah bust that's probably them in, true. Yeah. They bust them in, like, the national forest and that all the time. In fact, uh, becoming yeah. a park ranger has been increasingly dangerous since the war on drugs because now they're going against these armed like pot growers and all that that are out in the middle of the woods. You know, yeah. There's a lot of shit people don't know, and I'm not saying that you know there doesn't need to be some kind of security. <laughs> I've always said there needs to be tighter security. I've always said that, but to sit here and hold up the whole national government over 5.7 billion dollars is going to cost a hell of a lot more than that. So you can get a wall that. I mean, there's a lot more issues we could cover here, but as far as controlling yeah. the immigration without using a wall. Well, you know, I was, uh, my wife was out of town and uh, she flew back in over the weekend and I was actually a little nervous, you know, because the air traffic controllers are working for nothing. And, yeah. uh, yeah. So I, I was actually a little nervous, um, you know, picking her up and, uh, you know, which kind of, the the irony in all this is that you know it's supposedly over security, and you can make the argument uh, and and have the debate about how effective the wall is and when it is and when it isn't effective, but to be doing this in the process, you know the TSA people, the air traffic controllers, the border security people, the, the, that's all suffering. Yeah, and that's just um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a wild case of irony right there. That's now's uh, the time to come in. I hate yeah. to say it that way, but it's the damn truth. If anybody, I, yeah. I ain't trying to announce it for everybody to do it, but if you want to come in, now's the time to do it because our guard's down like hell. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just reading don't about, give a shit. I was just reading about an airport. I think it was San Francisco's airport that just uh, shut down its TSA gates in one terminal and is redirecting. Like, flights are still going out of that terminal, but they have to redirect all the passengers to the other two terminals that are still open. Which makes you know wait times a lot longer and all that. So, I and I'm sure other airports yeah. are going to follow suit if they keep up with this uh, with the shutdown. Yeah, 
I've yeah. just never seen like, hey, so it's a good idea to push your agenda by screwing your own citi- or your own voters and your own citizens. I mean, isn't that going to make them not want to vote for your agenda? Just yeah, I don't know. Maybe That's, I'm stupid. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> there has to be. I, I don't know. It's it, it, it's wild. And what's worse is it doesn't seem like there's a uh, a short term uh, solution oh, on the no. horizon. Um, I heard Lindsey Graham over the weekend suggest that. You know, maybe they they should vote for something to fund the government, like for three weeks, to give them a chance to renegotiate uh, what's going on with the wall and all that. Um, but I don't know. We'll uh, time will tell. Hey, I got a date for you here, uh, uh, Shane. I, w- I want you to tell me what the significance of this date oh, is. I know what it is before you even say it. Go ahead. <laughs> April fourteenth. Oh, that's the premiere of uh, the last season of Game of Thrones, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, I've it been, is. I've been, uh, I've been rewatching them, as a matter of fact, and I'm at the end. Of oh season. God, don't say that. My, you're going to get my wife to do it. And I already I've, sat through the beginning to the end of the oh, whole last oh, year. Oh man, I could sit do it again. I've had a season. I just got to the end of season three, and I got to tell you, man, that red wedding that has got to be one yeah. of the most dramatic scenes in television history, as far as the emotion of it. I mean, it is intense. When Rob uh-huh. just when Rob's wife dies, she gets you know the pregnant woman, and she's staying in the floor, and he just stands there and can't even move. It's like shit because he's in shock. You know he don't yeah. know what they know, and he just stands there. He don't know what the hell's even going on. Well, thanks, Shane. You just uh, spoiled the entire series for me. I hope you're happy. Oh yeah, I know. You no, that's early. That's like in the third. Yeah. yeah, that's like in the third season though. That's yeah. like uh, yeah. That's no, I'm even. kidding. I never got into that show. I yeah, <laughs> it had too many people in it for him. <laughs> this is i found it boring too man i'm i'm sorry but it just yeah, wasn't not, my thing not, and then my i told my brother-in-law and my sister about this i'm like yeah I, I didn't get into game of thrones i found it boring and it wasn't for me and my brother-in-law's like oh well just borrow one of the books then you know and he uh, hands me would. this like 1000 page novel yeah. i'm like dude no there's no way i'm ever gonna read that i'm sorry but <laughs> yeah it's too much yeah you never, i've got about a 400 page limit man if yeah. you can't, well, the thing about it is the books are the same way. you got a lot of people you have to know. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in the book as well. I mean, you still have all the houses. Yeah. You still have all that shit. matter of fact, if you want to know the truth, it's fun to read the books. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still working through it. But it's pretty much just like a damn show. If you watch the show, you've read the book. I will say that is one thing. They know a lot of people say the book's better than the show or the movie or whatever. But in this case, they're almost fucking identical. There's not a lot of difference. The first book is the first season. Second book, second season. It's just like that. Really? Hmm. George Barton was on set. He made sure everything was right. When you read it, I mean, it picks up. The very first chapter is the very first scene of the show. That's that's interesting. I yeah, yeah, it's that I, close. I've never picked up the book, so I don't know. Yeah, it's that close. I mean, it's a good read, but like I said, it's something you want to take your time with. It's nothing that you're going to sit out and just burn through it like a day or nothing. Yeah, well, I just hope in the last season they have more nudity than what they did in the last one. That's the that's the thing, right there. I'm afraid you know? that's not going to happen though, because I'm afraid this is going to be like a bunch of damn. Because you only got six episodes. That's all it is. Yeah, but they're, they're supposed to be long though, yeah. aren't they? Is I it... think they're going to be like an hour and a half each, from what I've heard. But uh, but okay. they've got but they've got to seal this deal up, you know, and have these wars and all that shit. These last six episodes, so I don't think it's going to be as much time for screwing. <laughs> no, Not unless they do an old drag it back, you know. While they're right, <laughs> while yeah. they're right well, 
Well, Billy, I guess it's back to the internet for you, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Born oh, where well. I come. <laughs> What was that, Shane? I missed that. I said, po- said Pornhub here I go. Oh, Pornhub. <laughs> uh, hey, I go on there funny. for the gun videos, okay? The gun videos. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of uh, uh, gun YouTube channels got like kicked off of YouTube, so like they just went to Pornhub and put up all their uh, all their episodes oh, there. So yeah, you can look it. up okay. gun. Yeah, you can look all up right. gun porn now. It's yeah, uh, gun porn. Yeah, that's, okay. what, that's what Jack goes there for. Um, speaking, this comes from the department of I can't believe this much time has gone by. Do you know it's been ten years? It's been a decade since Captain Sullenberger land landed that plane. Oh wow! Wow! It's been ten years. Um, that is something. I, that, I didn't think it's been that long. Yeah, ten. Years, it's been a decade. I would watch that uh, live. Oh yeah, so do I. Uh, and I, I, did you catch the movie with uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, I, I, yeah. It, it was um, you know almost like a docu drama. It kind of walked you through what happened, and um, that's interesting to me. Uh, it, it, there's people fall into two camps on this. Um, I, I I don't remember if it was Bill Maher. Somebody said that the Captain Sullenberger, that was one of his new rules, has to go back to work. He said he landed a plane on water. He didn't walk on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Uh. But I I I don't believe anybody disputes the fact that it was uh you know he defied all odds because uh, that oh, yeah. that thing actually that. That plane actually sailed for a lot longer than what it normally would have with no power. Yeah, and he managed to get it, you know, uh, and, and land that plane uh, with no fatalities. Uh, a lot of the, um, some of the uh, um, flight staff uh, said that some of the things about how gentle it was and everything that that's she the the lady that I heard in the interview, she said that was a myth. She said if you were in the back of that plane, you, you were you were like in a crash. She said the shock was just absolutely horrific. Wow. Um, and and they, they make it sound like, oh, he just sweetly landed. And it wasn't like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean, um, uh, but the point is, is everybody got out. I guess a lot of them banded together to help. There was an, a lady that was in a wheelchair, an older lady, and they uh, some of the uh, passengers actually you know, helped her out, lifted her out of there. And that's something that doesn't happen a whole lot. I mean, when you're in a situation like that, I man, you're getting yourself out of there, right? You know, and uh, so it, the uh, the way that all came together with the first responders and all these other uh, uh, things, uh, it was quite good. I don't I think mean, just any pilot could have done it, though. I think it takes somebody with some real skill. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear what a flight expert has to yeah. say. Yeah, I think it takes some real, some real skill and some real focus and, and focus at that moment and not being, you yeah. know, I'm not saying you're not going to be scared because that's just a natural reaction. But while you're doing it, you're able to stay focused and not panic. I'll bet, <laughs> if, the, I'll bet if Donald Trump was there, he would have just jumped onto the controls and, like, landed no. the plane in a field somewhere silently. And everybody would have, you know, applauded him. You know he knows and, more uh, about the planes than the mechanics do, just like yeah, more yeah, about yeah. everything else in the general. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you say that, Shane, because um, the thing I said about Bill Moore, I don't remember exactly what he said. I'm, I may be a little fuzzy on that. It's a good joke. He landed the plane. He didn't walk it. It's a good joke. So I quoted it. But I'm, um, uh, but everybody recognizes, and I, I would presume that you know Bill Moore would too. That that was it, it was a great 
like you said, a task of keeping your focus. Yeah. And I, I just ran across an interview uh, in, in regard to this uh, uh, 10-year anniversary. They had uh, Captain Sullenberger on the news, and he said exactly the same thing you did. She asked him, uh, you know, were you thinking about the lives of the plane and people? And, and he said, uh, no, you don't even think about yourself. You don't think about not seeing your family again. He said, you, you to stay alive in that situation, you've got to stay focused on what you're doing. Right. That's the only thing on in your mind. And so you know, I'm not saying he's the only one in the world that could have landed that plane. But I'll say he's a, one of the select number that, you know, not it's a low number, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and two, I worry a, a lot about some of these pilots who, uh, you know, here again, these airlines are all about the bottom line. And I understand it's it's, you know, it's a business. Um, but when there's too much focus on the bottom line, when you're in, when you're in a when you're in a business that's using modes of transportation that are more akin to the space shuttle than a bus. You have to keep in mind that that is safety is part of your service. And when you have some of these pilots who uh, are working right up to the limit of what they're allowed to work, you know, in terms of getting rest and all these other things, um, it, it worries me that sometimes, you know, fatigue and other things could be contributing to a potential disaster somewhere down the line. Yeah, I'd want my pilots plenty rested, boy. God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hi, you guys now are making profits that are in the, you know, how many millions, how many billions. You know, you can afford to hire a few extra pilots. Right. You know. Or even uh, just pay their pilots better. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard absolutely. a lot of commercial pilots uh, don't even make, like, a living wage in a lot of cases. Good yeah, especially God. for the smaller airlines. Yeah, the budget ones, absolutely, that's true. Good Lord. Yeah, that's true. That's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah that is. We talked uh, one of the last times uh, on, on our podcast about some of the um, crimes that have been happening, uh, in particular around our area of the world, which is northeastern Ohio. But um, this one here has, has certainly caught the attention uh, of certainly of the country and possibly the world. This is one of the worst crimes that uh, I've heard about in a long time. Uh, I'm talking about the Jamie Kloss situation. Now, this was in Wisconsin, and what happened is uh, a guy came in and killed her parents, mm. and uh, she was, uh, uh, I don't know exactly the particulars of how, how horrible it was, how he killed these these two people. I think he shot them. Yeah, and, uh, I, and she was witness to this of her parents getting killed, and then she gets taken by this guy. And he, she gets put in a house for 88 days. And this is through Christmas and all this other stuff. And this is, you know, this is the guy that she knows killed her parents. Can you imagine what that little girl went through? Yeah. And uh, she got free. She somehow or other managed to get free when he wasn't home. And uh, she ran up to, to somebody and they helped her. They called the police. And the lady that found her said she knew right away who she was. Hmm. But anyway, they arrested this guy. Um, and here again, I, I usually don't say these goofballs names, but uh, he's 21, 22 years old, something like that. Um, he's been arrested for homicide and uh, kidnapping. Uh, I, I, that takes 
I, I, I don't know. That's like a level of <coughs> being sinister. That I'm not even sure that you, you okay there? Yeah. Yeah, I just had a cough. Just cough right into the microphone if you have Sorry. to. That's what it's for. Sorry. Um, but um, this uh, idea that uh, somebody could do something like that. I mean, kidnapping is bad enough. Um, but to kill somebody's parents and then kidnap them. Um, I'm not sure there's a sentence that uh, fits that crime. Yeah, kill them right in front of them, too. I mean, that's just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a new level. Of, that's a level of evil that uh, <clears throat> boggles the mind. Whenever, I couldn't even understand that. That thought would never yeah. even... I couldn't even... How do you just sit around and be like, you know what? I ain't got nothing better to do today. Let's go track down these people, kill them, and then take the girl with me. I mean, yeah. That just... Uh, there's different stories floating around about how he noticed her, but he, he somehow or other, she somehow or other got on his radar. And from what I understand, uh, the family has, knows nothing about, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he literally just picked her out of the, out of the crowd, so to speak, somehow noticed her on the bus or whatever the, you know, whatever the circumstances were and, uh, decided I'm going to take that girl. And, uh, the parents are just uh, in my way. So um, I'm just going to kill him. Jeez. And uh, I, I, you wonder what the long-term effects are going to be for uh, for that young woman. Oh, you know, that's just... Yeah, that'll take, some, that'll take an awful lot of therapy to get yeah. through that. I hope yeah. you find somebody worth a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Victims to like this, her. too, we should just give them whatever they want for the rest of their lives, you know? If they want to yeah. come out of their shell and rejoin society, they can. If they can't do it they can't do it right. i wouldn't have a problem with paying extra taxes for that right uh, yeah. that girl's never gonna trust anybody again i mean hell no uh, it's it's pretty <laughs> yeah and we can only speculate as to and i don't want to run down a whole list but i mean we can only speculate as to what he did to her while she was there yeah and i'm sure i'm sure none of it was any good right um, so, I mean, the whole thing and to have that done to you by somebody who killed your parents and is keeping you captive and, and I got to give her credit, man. She somehow or other kept her wits about her and, uh, was able to break free and be able to tell the police, uh, where this guy was, what his name was and all that information. Um, so she has got to be a very strong willed child. Yeah. Um, so, how old is she again? You know, that's a good question. We could probably Google that up real quick. I think she was. To. I think she was thirteen. Okay. Yeah, right, that sounds know. about right. Yeah, I think. But you could check it. Double double check me to make sure. But I think yeah, you you gonna do that, Tim or uh, oh. Jack? What was her name? Uh, her, it's Jamie. It's with it's J A Y M E. Jamie Claus. Jamie Claus found a wife. Hold on a second. Yeah. Like Santa Claus? No, uh, uh, C-L-O-S-S. It popped yes. up on Google. Um, 13. 13, yeah. She okay. was missing since October, and she was found alive uh, a few days ago. Yeah. So, um, there you go. I yeah. I don't know what to say about that. It's one of the worst cases that I've heard about here recently. Yeah, it's just a low-gutter um, piece of shit. I just, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Like I said, I can't uh, comprehend it. No, I can't comprehend it. I can't understand that level of uh, evil. Yeah. I don't want to understand. I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to go through the details, but the, the case in Cleveland where that uh, girl was uh, uh, kidnapped on her way to school and he took her to that house and tortured her, that, that was pretty bad, too. Uh, and there's been a just a, a, it seems like they're getting more and more horrific. Um, and, and and while we're on a, on like a down subject, I don't know if you guys have, have you guys caught any of this uh, surviving R. Kelly, the, the, this documentary on I believe it's on Lifetime. I don't, I, don't, I, don't I know I haven't watched any of it. I know what it's about, but I haven't watched any of it. I don't yeah. intend on watching it, but I've heard about pretty much all the horrible shit he does. So I don't really need to see something condensing all that into one. Yeah, um, he does some yeah, it's, it's a six-part series, from what I understand. It's a six-part series, <clears throat> and uh, it talks about some of the things that that has been going on, whether it's the the abuse or the uh, the cult-like environments that he has created. Who the hell and do you think what, he is? I mean, Jesus. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 maybe you guys have some insights on this, but I don't understand. That we, there's been stories about him for years. Yeah. Okay. This is nothing new. This, this has been going on for years. Oh, yeah. And with, with as many women that have been involved in these stories... And with all of the evidence that's out there, I don't understand why they haven't been able to arrest him. It, well, it's like nothing sticks to him. From what I read the other day, uh, the documentary series did spark the beginnings of, I guess, an FBI investigation into him. So, I mean, it, it could happen now. I don't know why something wasn't done years ago, but, I mean, you know. I mean, what needs to happen? <laughs> I mean, look at people like Chris Brown, too, you know? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, Chris Brown was shit. Yeah, and he's he's still got a massive fan following. In fact, I saw a uh, video today about, like, why is he still famous, a uh, YouTuber called uh, Gus Johnson. And if you go into his comments section, um, there are tons of people who are calling him a racist and all this other stuff for saying, hey, this guy's kind of a piece of shit, yeah. you know? And um, it, it's, it amazes me that someone who beats the crap out of women and um, has threatened people with guns and... Uh, you know, uh, you know. He one time uh, he went. He got sentenced to anger management, so he went to this rehab place for anger management, and then got kicked out because he threw a rock through his mom's windshield when she was visiting him there. God, that's crazy. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah, and this guy still has fans. He still has tons of people who will work for him or work with him, and you know, and he beat Rihanna nearly half to death. I mean, you know, it just it boggles my mind that people still follow him. And R. Kelly. Hey. Also has fans too. In fact, there was a video not too long ago that surfaced of him having like fans like wipe his face off while he was singing about it, and it's like, uh, and it's been known for years that he's an awful person. But you know, yeah, still go for him. It's like those ah. women who uh, who send letters to serial killers and like marry oh, uh, yeah. death row yeah. prisoners and all that. It's well, just, Ted Bundy, Tim Bundy, you know, he got all, all kinds of fan mail. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, he's probably one of the most notorious serial, serial killers of them all. You got Charles Manson. And, not only is he nuts, but he's ugly as shit. But there's folks wanting to bury him all the damn time. Oh, he's dead now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He died. That's right. Yeah, well, he was. He died last year. Yeah, yeah Charlie right. don't surf. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, he did. Uh, he did get Charlie a, don't surf anymore. <laughs> he did get a wedding pro- proposal like a few months before he died. But he had several. He had several. As ugly as he yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that used to irritate me when I was single. Like, you know, I haven't gone out and raped or killed anybody, but, you know, this guy gets all these letters of prison from all these women. Like, really? Yeah. No one cares about me. Do I have to go kill somebody? I mean, come on. 
Yeah, there's been a lot of studies into the psychology of that. Uh, the the Night Stalker was another one that uh, women were fascinated with during that trial. And uh, I don't know if it's the uh, the idea of you know a, a, a bad boy or a, or a dangerous uh, guy that's a turn on, um, but uh, that's very common. Very, I got a very question com- for both of you. If you was dating a right. woman. And it came out, and she told you, I once mailed a letter to Charles Bassett or Ted Buddy or any of these whacks and asked them to bury me. Would you quit dating them? Well, you know, I had a, um, a, a, a similar experience years ago. Um, I, I was on, on this date with this woman, and she started talking about her ex-boyfriend, which is, which is always, you know, kind of a turnoff, I guess. Yeah. It's one thing if there's something relevant that you have to say, but to go on and on and on about an ex on a first <laughs> date is probably probably not the best I think to do. So anyway, I'm sitting there listening to this story, and as 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 she keeps talking about him, I notice that the the uh, the tone of her voice is getting softer and softer. She's getting more and more um, defensive about him. And she's saying, well, you know, I really didn't want to break up with him, but I didn't really have any choice because he went to jail. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, you know. So this goes on and on. And then, and then she's talking about, that. well, you know, he, yeah, he's in jail, but he's innocent. I, I said, okay, innocent. Yeah. And she says, yeah, the guy he was selling drugs for, he was the one that was doing all the bad stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, he's got a bitch when that happens. <laughs> I tell you, I really, yeah. when, when the guy I'm selling drugs for frames me, man, that's really a bitch, you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and, uh, and needless to say, I I, uh, I wasn't too keen on going out with her again. And, yeah. and she, I honestly feel that if that guy was going to get out and he wasn't going to be in there forever, she was probably going to end up going back to him or visiting him again or whatever. So I, yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, if that's what impresses you, I'm probably not your guy. That was probably going to be what she visited. Yeah. What would you do, uh, Jack? I would probably say I have to go to the bathroom. Disappear. Yeah. And then just uh, walk out the front door, delete Twitter, and go live in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be with them either. I'd definitely say, well, that's, I'd, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be one of them deals when they said that. I'd go, yeah. I'd look into a couple of looks around. I'd be like, well, you about ready? <laughs> if I ever dated a woman like that and uh, found out about it, uh, the only way you'd be able to get a hold of me would be with smoke signals. I would be gone. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, uh, you know, th- there's no telling what uh, you know is going to strike the fancy of, and, and I would imagine that it's not, um, you know, it's not just women. There's been a lot of uh, female um, uh, killers. I, a couple of them. That Casey, what was her name? Um, Casey Anthony. Casey, yes, yeah. Um, she, I, and you know what? When I was watching that trial, I knew. She was going to get off. Mm-hmm. I, I I absolutely knew it was going to. I I could tell by the way it was going that uh, she, she was going to get off. Now whether or not she was guilty, I mean, you never know. But uh, it it just seems like it was awful bizarre. Well, the prosecution was, screwed themselves too. Yeah, they went because, too high. Yeah, they went yeah. way too high. I mean, it's kind of the same thing that they did with O.J. Simpson. Was they they shot yeah, too but, high? Yeah, the burden of proof was way too high on premeditation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw an article not too long ago. It was a, um, an interview with her dad saying that she wants to have another kid, and that she, in a quote, hope she does it right this time. 
I've never thought the O.J. Simpson murder was premeditated. I think what happens, it happened at a spur of a moment. Yeah. I think he I think he saw them together, and he got outraged. And he killed them yeah. both. And then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, shit, what have I done? And that's when he jumps on the damn Barco and takes off. Yep. I've always thought, I've never thought it was premeditated murder. I just always knew he did it. But I've never thought that he yeah. that he sit down that night before and planned all this shit out and went out and did it. I ain't never thought that because I think he would have planned it better than that. Yeah, and that that uh, that guy that was with her that was totally by accident. So there's no way he could have planned that. I mean, right. he happened just happened to come by to return her sunglasses or something. Right. And uh, yeah, so um, he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, I thought my luck sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, getting down to the end of the road here on today's episode, I just want to remind everyone, you can follow us on Twitter. You can tweet us at Sweet Truth Radio. And, of course, we're the sanctuary of Sweet Truth on both Spreaker and iTunes. Now, tomorrow night, as Shane said, is in these layman's terms which is on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, any type of preview or insight into tomorrow's show? Same old shit, man. We're going to get together and cut up and talk about whatever. That's about it. I have a story uh, tomorrow that I'm going to bring in about a woman who was banned from Walmart after riding a cart around drinking wine from a Pringles can. Yeah, I, yeah, heard, I heard about, about this. That. I'll be looking forward to you giving that one. So, uh, yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the, for uh, our program tonight. Keep in mind, we do return uh, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for listening, and have a great evening. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on. And at lower prices, Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals, like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Wrap me in bacon. Bacon crumbles on my head. Poor bacon crumbles on his head. Now that I think of it, I'll just go to Little Caesars. So go to Little Caesars. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a bacon wrap deep, deep dish pizza instead. Get a Little Caesars large, hot and ready bacon wrap deep, deep dish pepperoni and bacon pizza wrapped in over three and a half feet of bacon for just 12 bucks at participating locations plus tax. Pizza, pizza.